0: Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com.
1: Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Today I wanna talk about a very common sort of issue that singers run into. And Jamie and I have been doing a lot of our uh, double-double lessons where Jamie and I get together with a singer and we do an extended lesson about an hour and a half. Uh, It's the singer, Jamie and me, and we just spend a lot of time together and uh, really get into the nitty gritty, answer questions, have them do exercises, demonstrations, all, all that stuff you would expect in a lesson. And one of the questions that uh, that we got was basically, I'm able to I'm able to do the exercises well, and my vocal technique is pretty good for those. But then when I go to songs, it's hard to transfer the good technique to the song. Like I just forget, or it kind of goes out the window, or I'm thinking about the lyrics now, and it's just hard to remember to do everything right, um, even though I just did the exercises. So what do I do? Um, so basically my answer was what I had this singer do who asked this question is we sort of mixed in songs into their regular vocal workout routine and we sort of added exercise components to them. So for example, uh, if you're familiar with uh, Raise Your Voice or in the Vendera Vocal Academy, there are some primary exercises that, that we have singers do. So falsetto slides, transcending tones and sirens. And so for this particular singer, we were having uh, the singer do falsetto slide circles, transcending tones, and then siren circles. And so what I had the singer do is, right, before, or right after each exercise was completed, we added a song. So the way it worked was, we would have the singer do the warm-up, then we would do what I call the placement check and the stress check. Then we would do the falsetto slide exercise. After the falsetto slide exercise, Came one song in a pure non airy resonant falsetto. And so the point was they had just practiced the falsetto. And so now let's apply it to a song. And so when you're singing the song, you're not like, you're still kind of mentally in exercise mode. And so it's easier, I think, then to transfer the technique and the focus on breathing support and placement to the song. And so because you're also singing the song purely in falsetto. It's closer to being more like an exercise rather than just actually just singing a song like you normally would. And then after the song, go to the next exercise. So the transcending tone. And then after the transcending tone, I had the singer do a mixed voice lip bubble. And so we might touch a little bit on mixed voice and whatever, um, and what all those terms mean, but we had the singer do sort of mixed voice lip bubbles. So just pick a song and you're just going to do lip bubbles and then do it in a mixed voice sound. After that, go to the next exercise. So the sirens, and then, uh, after that do, uh, uh, we're going to apply the, um, apply the technique to a song. And so, uh, most recently we were having the singer do a full voice song using the mask folks. And if you're not familiar with the mask folks, I'm sure we're going to talk about it here in a bit. And so what we did here with this singer is we added a few songs in between the exercises and had the singer focus on one specific type of sound or one specific exercise in order to transfer sort of the, the focus and feeling of good technique from the exercise to the song.
0: You know, I remember maybe 1993, uh, one of my lessons with Thomas Appel, I had asked him, um, you know, I do Thomas, I do your vocal exercises, your scales. I'm getting better. My voice is getting higher, but I can't go sing that high. And he said, well, you know, let's think about it for a minute, Jamie. You're absolutely correct. You know, you're singing open vowel. You're not singing consonants. So when you involve a song. Everything's changing. Your pharynx is changing. Your jaw's changing, changing, uh, you know, from P's to K's, the B's, to D's, ooh, ah, a, all, all of this is, is changing from word plus the emotion. And he said, you really have to focus. So when Ben had brought this up for a double double, I was actually kind of surprised. I, I, I'm a coach. I learn every day. I never stopped learning. And I had never, ever applied it that way. I'd always been like, OK. Do all your exercises, then go immediately to singing. Because when you sing in your bedroom, in your garage, whatever, like right after you practice your exercises, you're focused on technique. I had never said, okay, do a falsetto slide, then sing a song in falsetto, which is absolutely freaking brilliant. Uh, I think it's really good because your mind is fresh. You're hanging on to, okay, this is how much support I'm adding, this is how buoyant the the tone of falsetto fills in the roof of my mouth uh you know where i'm placing the tone now let me try in a song where we have all of these consonants and vowels and see if i can hang on to what i just did on that falsetto slide exercise so it it it, it's just part of the process and i i think it's brilliant it doesn't take away from after you're done with exercising you don't have to sing anymore because ben's talking about using like three songs but the point is when you get on stage, you don't want to have to think about any of this. You want to be in the moment. You want to be artistic, emotional. And if you're sitting there, oh my God, is my jaw dropped? Am I supporting right? Am I feeling it in the roof of the mouth? If you're thinking this stuff, you're taking away from the artistic moment. So uh, spend more time focused on the technique within the song, within the context of your daily workout.
1: Uh, Another thing that I have had people do in the past is do your songs and then sort of in between, maybe you'll do some lip bubbles. So I would sort of do it the other way around. So you would do your, your exercises, then you would go to the songs, then perform a song. After that, do just a little bit of lip bubbles, do another song. After that, do a few resonant hums. After that, do another song and then, you know, do the transcending tone or siren exercise. When you wanna transfer the feeling of the technique to the song, I would say the best time to do that is when you're practicing, right? That's the whole point. Uh, so if uh, if you haven't been doing any of this, I would recommend trying it out. You don't even need to necessarily do full songs. Like if you're doing exercise song, exercise song, exercise song, it doesn't even need to be a full song.
0: I do my songs. <clears throat> you don't necessarily have to do this, but this is muscle training. I, I use the mask, folks. And it's not easy, you know, Um, kind of holding that with the pocket folks in the bottle, uh, that I'm not going to say it's going to throw you off of uh, not being able to do the technique. I'm still doing my technique correctly, but it feels a little weird. You know, someone asks, can I do all my exercises with my pocket vokes, mask vokes? The point of using the pocket vokes or the mask vokes is to help the muscles involved in uh, the tension, in the cords come together to make it easier because a lot of a strain. So there's nothing wrong. If if you want to use the mask, folks, for during all of your practice, that is okay. Take it or leave it however works for you. But I will tell you that if you're singing a song and you're working on your technique and it's high for you and you're struggling, if you use the mask, folks, it will help it to make it a little easier. You will be able to focus more on the technique. You'll reach those notes a little easier. And you, you get rid of that mental and that physical stress that's kind of preventing you. Because I've seen that with singers were like, hey, Jamie, I do the exercise techniques. Good. I go to the song. I kind of wig out, I kind of freak out over it and I'll be like, OK, that's cool um, here. Let's go over it. Let's listen. OK, well, in my private studio, I'll say, OK, here's a mask, folks, because I always carry an extra one with me. Clean it. Let them use it with their pocket folks. Try it now. And it's like uh, Dr. Ilter Denizoglu, the creator of the mask, folks, said it's like an orthopedic shoe. So they'll, they'll use it. And you can do this too. You can use it and sing. Like Ben said, you don't have to sing a full song. You could sing a part of a song with this mask folks on your face and then take it away and sing it again. And 9.9 times out of 10, you'll be amazed at how easy it is. It's like that orthopedic shoe. You're wearing it. You're walking. uh, You're stabilized when you're walking. You take it off. You know, you take a few steps and you feel like you still got the orthopedic shoe when it's it's working very well. But then you kind of fall back in the old habits. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if you continue to train like this, uh, it will become easier and easier.
1: So for the people who are maybe newer and, uh, who have not heard of the mask folks, basically what it is, is it's a sort of a rubbery device and you put it over your mouth and it does not cover your nose. So you're able to breathe normally through your nose. And what it does is it reflects a lot of the sound as you're, Doing your vocal exercises or singing, it reflects it back into your mouth, basically, and so it's very—it's the—it's the same concept as semi-occluded vocal tract exercises, and so it sort of it reflects sound back in, and so it makes it easier for the vocal cords to vibrate, basically. And also, um, there's a one, there's a small opening at the uh, at the end of the uh, the mask box, and it sort of reduces the air that can come out. And so as a result, it sort of trains you to use less air. Uh, and also you're able to feel sensations of resonance much, much better. So it's a really, really, really helpful device. Um, Jamie and I have both tried and owned a bunch of different vocal devices and all sorts of stuff over the years. And really, the mask vocals, the pocket folks, everything uh, Dr. Denizoglu makes, you really, really should have it.
0: You know, it's it's funny. Uh, we just did a workshop in Columbus, Ohio, and Dustin Bates, he's the singer for Star Set, One of my students came. And the, the, the thing, and I, I knew this all along. I mentioned this to, to Dr. Dennis Oglu. What I like about it is if you put it to your face, it really reduces the, the volume level. So like if you're in an apartment, and you got thin walls. Uh, you could use it by itself, or you can attach it to a Dr. Vokes or Pocket Vokes and, and use it with the water, of course, but the sound level comes way down. So before uh, Dr. Denizoglu even demonstrated, and even right afterwards, uh, Dustin said, wow, I'm just intrigued because... You know, trying to do my workouts when we're in a hotel room or on the bus and try not to wake anyone up. I so wish I had that. So he picked one up while he was there. So, I mean, it has many benefits. It's going to train you, help you with your technique, uh, you know, uh, better cord closure, better range uh, clinically. uh, And I can say this, even though I'm not a doctor, I watched the videos from this uh, from this doctor and they're doing clinical trials with these devices in Turkey. They are completely removing or uh, you know reversing nodules. And I, I've seen a couple of cases of videos of case studies like from uh, day one to eight weeks later. And it's amazing uh, what it is. But again, it's like uh, he said, it, 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 this, these are tools. It really comes down to you learning your technique. So if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I got nodules, I don't wanna get them cut. And you try this device and it does work for you and they go away. And they come back. Hmm, who's responsible? You're <laughs> responsible because you're not focusing on correct technique. You're not listening to even what Ben says. Uh, Fifteen minutes a day. If if you're if you're a Vendera Vocal Academy member or user of Raise Your Voice, and you're doing the philosophy that we use and the exercises that we do, and you're doing falsetto slide you know, a, a falsetto song, transcending tone, a mixed voice song, some sirens and a full voice song using a mask folks, and you're staying uh, on point and focusing on breathing support and placement, you should be doing pretty well. So, uh, you know, in the end, it boils down to you. We can only kind of show you the path. It's up to you to make follow that road. Yeah, I'm, no, rambling, no. I'm rambling on, I'm not making, now I'm like, yeah, and I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like Adam Sandler in a movie, and so the puppy, or society, and everyone's going to be like, oh, Mr. Vendera, we are now all dumber for listening to you.
1: Oh, yeah, I, oh, that's uh, that's, uh, that's Billy Madison, isn't <laughs> Billy it? Billy Madison. M- Mr. Madison, at no point in your rambling, incoherent response did you say anything that resembles a rational thought. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I, I got a, a two two points. I commend you for remembering all those words. I messed it up.
0: That's all right, cause when you went, Mister, I thought you was going into Joe Dur. I thought he was going to go. Oh. <laughs> Robbie, p- please don't tell Joe I found his
1: parents. So, <laughs> oh man, oh that's like that's like the best burn of all time. <laughs> from <laughs> billy madison whoever wrote that needs to like get a raise like that's that's my favorite burn of all time i need to go back and remember it um but, so anyway back on topic maybe uh, i maybe we'll get around to talking about something related to
0: uh, wait a minute is this a singing podcast Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm back.
1: (laughs) All right. We're, 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 we're changing the podcast from being a a singing podcast to a a movie commentary podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, so one other thing I want to talk about is falsetto. And so many people sort of shy away from falsetto. And I know it's been a common point of confusion when people, um, Pick up the book, raise your voice, or they join the Vendera Vocal Academy. And something that people sometimes just don't get is why falsetto is important, what what it helps with, and uh, how to really do it the right way. So um, a lot of people use a lot of air. A lot of people think it's just a um, it's just a frog um, in my throat. It's yeah, no, not. it's not no, enough I'm,
0: water. It's no, sucking
1: no, no. on a gumdrop. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of well. <laughs> I'm sort of ch- chewing on a Cliff Bar, I was and, uh,
0: my, he was
1: like, and <laughs> uh, falsetto. And I was, <laughs> so, so here's the thing: as I was eating my eating my Cliff Bar, I'm kind of like practicing my deep breathing, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm inhaling little bits of Cliff Bar into my lungs. That's probably not the best. Um, so I'm kind of choking over here. Anyway, so so the idea with falsetto is it should not be airy. It should be very pure and clean and resonant and hooty, uh, like an owl. It, it shouldn't be, it, it shouldn't have a bunch of extra air behind it. And so, um, what, uh, what's so what seems to be common is whenever people try the falsetto exercises, they will sound too airy. And then if they do the exercises for a long time too airy, then their voice dries out and it starts to hurt. And so then some people will think, oh, well falsetto, I'm not going to do that. That hurts. Well no, you're just doing it wrong. <laughs> like um so you you have to make it very pure, very airy, I'm sorry, not very airy,
0: very airy, very airy.
1: <laughs> it's not whoo, you know, it's
0: Yeah. Ooh. Now, stylistically, I don't care what you do. You know, but yeah. you know, it, it's up to you. Everyone, you know, you're, you're you're it's your art. Uh so, you know, I even like I I love John Mayer and when you listen to him I've been driving. He's very, he's very airy for his songs. Uh, I, I know he's had some issues, I, I believe. Uh, knock on wood, in case I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've heard that he's had uh, nodules removed. And is that part of the problem? I don't know. You know I haven't worked with him. I, I don't personally know. I know that uh, for me, if I use a lot of air, it really irritated my voice. I felt dry. It felt brittle. So when I started teaching i was very adamant about making it as clean and pure as possible and i've even been questioned about this you know there's all this debate about head voice and chest voice and what is this so what is that is it a tone is it a place uh we consider it a place you know you know chest voice below the first break uh head voice above whether you're in falsetto or full voice we don't even want to get into that in this podcast but the, the point is if you're breathy See, I cracked. Hey, 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 hey! It makes me crack. It's gonna, it's gonna dry me out. But if I'm like, Ooh, if I stay really clean, uh, it's easy to be fluid with my falsetto to move around, and it's just much nicer. It feels very buoyant, uh, if that makes sense on my voice as I'm doing these sliding down it feels just really nice and buoyant so that it feels very relaxing and if i was going oh see what happens
1: i'm breathy i'm starting to feel dry already um and we don't want that in the uh Vendera vocal academy and raise your voice and and i think in the in the uh, vocal break eraser program we talk about falsetto, how it should not be airy but it seems to be a common point of confusion for people sometimes they forget or they just have the habit of sounding airy and so we definitely want to clear that up so I guess let's give a, I want to share one of my favorite exercises real quick for everyone. And um, this is, uh, it's, it's a pretty simple exercise. And so all we're going to do is we're going to do three oohs. And so, Jamie, I know you talk about this in the book, Raise Your Voice. And so we just do, right? And so it's a very pure hooty sound. And it shouldn't be, you know, it's, right so it's a, okay yeah so it's a it's a super clean pure hooty sound it's also not okay so i'll just share one other thing so if you want to do this exercise first what i want you to do is put your hand on your neck and put it just sort of on the lower part of your neck near like near your collarbones and i want you to just feel how, how it feels when you're just sitting there doing nothing, right? If you're if you're not doing anything, you're just kind of just relaxed. You're, there's no tightening in the neck. You have no veins bulging out of your neck whenever you're speaking or, sit, or whenever you're just sitting there. So what we're going to do is whenever we do this, we shouldn't feel any constriction in the neck as we do this. You might feel a little bit of vibration, but there shouldn't be a ton of motion there. Um, right? So. Yeah, you... So
0: so when I did that, and I'm sure when you just did it, it's, uh, you do feel that, that vibration uh, against your fingers from the, in the web, uh, the web between your, your thumb and your, your forefinger, uh, from the vocal cords vibrating, doing what they do.
1: Yeah. And so whenever we do this, it shouldn't be, you know, we're not like squeeze, we're not clamping the vocal cords in order to prevent air from coming out and then forcing the air out against the closed cords. That's not what we're doing. And that's as soon,
0: as soon as you, as soon as I heard that, like if I'm with a student, same thing with you and you heard that, bam, it's an automatic sign to me that they're, they're over compression in the cord or probably squeezing the ferrets. It's stuck down in the throat. It should be, it sound like it's floating kind of dark, very buoyant. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, it's ooh, ooh, that little uh, 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 like a guinea pig sound. Ooh tells you that you're down in the throat you do not want that
1: Yeah so whenever we're doing this um also what we want to do is we want to use right now I'm doing it a little louder than I normally do just for the sake that my microphone can pick it up and there's not a huge volume disparity from listening to the podcast when us when we talk and when we're doing the exercise but really when we do this we want let me see if I can get closer to the mic and do it quieter <laughs> Right. So it should be very, very tiny, very, very pure, very tiny, very hooty and not, it's not. It's not, you know, we're not. So those are the main things that people tend to do is there's too much air or they'll squeeze in order to do this. We really don't want that. So whenever we're doing this, you know, if uh, if you're not familiar with breathing support and placement, Get the book, raise your voice. Um, If you are, then you understand. So what we want to do is we want to feel sort of the sensation in the roof of the mouth. And also we want to apply our support. So, all right. And it should be very pure, very hooty, very well supported. We're not pushing a bunch of air. We're not constricting anything. All right. So, so that's um, when it comes to falsetto, that's what we should really aim for. Right? So that, well, that time I just slid down and falsettoed. See
0: Yeah, smoothly he went. Because he's actually going into his full uh, yeah. chord. So I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, sort of I'm sort of starting in head voice falsetto and sliding down to voice. Yeah, chest voice, full voice. And
0: know that it, it may be for you, if you've never done this before, you may go, Ooh, There may be a crack in there, it's like a right. speed bump. Uh, like if you're in a college parking lot and it says 10 miles per hour and you're going 40, we hit that bump, your car is going to jump. So, it, hopefully, if, you get a
1: ticket too. Yeah, like, geez, <laughs> yeah,
0: really. like trying to run over these kids, but if you notice this, um, slow down, it's not a race, yeah. it doesn't matter if it takes you you know, two seconds to slide down the bottom, or if it takes, you know, 12 seconds to slide down. The slower you go, the more control you'll have over the voice.
1: Yeah, so some people, um, they go, you know, or, or, you know, whatever. And, you know, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Just slow it down, try it again, and just try to sort of smooth it out gradually. So uh, over time, you'll get the hang of it. So that's that's one thing I just wanted to talk about real quick for falsetto. Hope that's an interesting, useful little exercise that you can think about and try. So, uh, Jamie, do you have anything else? I want to go ahead and wrap this one up. Yeah. I think this was a good one.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's time to move on to Happy Gilmore. We've we've actually covered Billy Madison, <laughs> We touched on Joe Dirt, so I, let's let's discuss Happy. No,
1: <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Maybe, maybe in the maybe in the academy we'll start having movie night where we <laughs> we just get on a get on a <laughs> hangout and watch some uh, watch some movies. Hey, and if you're
0: you're in Vendera Vocal Academy and you haven't read Raise Your Voice, then I know you're not doing your homework because we do give it away in week one. So uh, those of you listening who have not caught that because week one is so jam-packed. There's so much stuff in there. It's ridiculous. Scroll all the way to the bottom where you're going to find all those MP3s for the warm-ups. And I trust you that you're going to download this book because trust me, it's in there. Go download it today. Get back into studying. Work at this. Do your exercises. Slip a song in between all of your isolation exercises and let us
1: know how you do. And actually, I want to just... So you mentioned that week one is pretty jam-packed. Let me go over... I just want to list what's in week one for those who aren't familiar. Because if you're in there, you might have missed this. Uh, So we have... Go ahead. So we have... um, So we have a... Uh, we have a welcome video. We have the Academy course outline. We have crash course video number one, which is almost an hour where we go in detail, in depth with a bunch of different types of warm ups. Uh, we have a summary, what we call voice strengthening cheat sheet. We have foundations of the isolation method. You have the weekly workout and <laughs> Jamie making a funny face there. Uh, we have vocal critiques, Jamie's diary, the singer's gig bag, where you go over a bunch of teas and products and all that stuff. TuneXD tutorial, which is your vocal training app on uh, iOS. We have the vocal pep talk, which is really cool to help people get started and going and keep them motivated, the vocal accountability program, which is about a 45 minute video along with some documents I made to help people stay accountable either to other singers or themselves. And then we have the raise your voice ebook, uh, which is what is it 400 something pages, we have the isolation diary. So the for your to keep track of your uh, vocal workout, we have the book, voc- uh, the ultimate vocal warm up exercise, what is this like 12 mp3s, We have a special edition, ultimate vocal warmup plus vocal stress release. And like, there's just a ton of stuff in here. So you, I would strongly recommend if you have not been there in a while, then definitely check it out.
0: And that's just week one of, um, Uh, of several years of compiled information.
1: Yep. So if you haven't checked that out, feel free to hop over to venderovocalacademy.com and, uh, yeah, see if uh, see if it'll help you ha- as it has for, you know, hundreds of singers hey, around the world.
0: It's helped me. <laughs> 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 yep. That's my so motherly laugh. I, I, I did that for Dr. <laughs> Ilter Denizoglu. We'll explain in another podcast. Hey, hey uh, Ilter, if you're listening,
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, and now, now you got to send it to him. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in to this week's Sing Better Fast podcast. And we'll catch you in the next one. Take care. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal
0: resources at singbetterfast.com.